Welcome. Take care and do not despair. You, beautiful soul, you have ventured forth along the path from shadow to the actuality, and you are here now in Indigo. The way forward lies in finding joy in your old life. Many fled the war as you did. Do not be ashamed. Your soul is not tainted. You and Visley, like you, are a testament to survival. And now that you have returned, there is much to do. Welcome to Saturnine. Jason, and I am the Game Master for this Invisible Sun campaign. This is Phil, and I'm playing Varun, an itinerant gallant of the Order of the Vance who warps space and time. And I'm playing Iron Trap, and Eric Maddox Stoic, Order of the, Maker, Order of the Makers who bears an orb. And this is uh, Sean, and I'm playing Fink the Medium, a bizarre empathic apostate who provides a vessel for spirits. You're in the bar. Mm -hmm. These flyers are being distributed. And the back one is, hey, we're looking for a spot. Maybe we say something like, I... I, I was cleaning up when we left off I was cleaning up the bar from the night before and maybe when we find that flyer I'm like you know this is the fourth one I, of this I throw out so like at first I was paying no mind to it but now we're like what the hell is this it, it, <clears throat> it could also be that um, I mean you went into the back room mm -hmm. and uh, you know basically had to explain to the bar like we got a roommate got this vagabond guy <laughs> He's already unpacked. Mm -hmm. An itinerant, not a vagabond. So, uh, like, <laughs> um, the bar, the bar is okay with it. No, no, for sure. But the bar wants something in return. 
And, <clears throat> I mean, it's sentient. And it knows what, what's coming and going in mm-hmm. terms of the people who are distributing flyers, etc. So, so maybe even the bar was kind of like, did you check out those flyers? Kind of like scooping up and like chucking. Mm-hmm. And then if you, you know, you've read through it, it's like, wow, maybe... Well, the the advertisement is for uh, the theater, right? Like, there's a movie night, uh, movie festival, or something. So there's a movie festival, and the and, and the and the festival incorporates films from the actuality, but also from shadow. Right. And in order to have films kind of from shadow, it takes some pretty powerful magic. Right. And the folks who are able to procure that or or cast it, etc pretty well established and are really really well so it's a kind of like a snooty affair right but it's 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 like a really 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 big deal and you have all these people who are kind of like on the one hand some of these aristocracy uh, are involved with kind of the world's fair and they don't want to rock the boat because they're thinking company wise mm-hmm. hey I want to maximize profit so I'm not gonna fucking bump anything so that my little film film buddies can whatever mm-hmm. um, but I mean they're stuck everything's booked and whoever it's was, an opportunity for us whoever was responsible for having a little soiree kind of after, after the opening end would say mm-hmm. drop them all so payment for having Varun stay here they are amazing yeah they're good eh? um Payment for Varun staying here is that the house demands a party. It likes being full. It likes having clientele in it. So now, what's the goal of the bar? Its its goal is to be able to have as many um, visitors as possible. Ghost and living. Mm-hmm. Living bring ghost, right? Ghosts don't hang out in places where there's no living. Maybe who do they haunt? Nobody, right? But not all ghosts haunt. I know, but I mean, maybe there's. It, my understanding is that a ghost only exists where people can see it. I see. Yeah. You know, okay. if a tree falls yeah. in the forest, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the bar wants to be brought back to life. Good. Very well. I just want to be able to say, "Raise the bar." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's what I want. You should, you, should, you should write that down as a little catchphrase. <laughs> no, seriously. Raise the bar, dude. Raise That's bar. amazing. Yeah, so I mean, the bar has goals. Mm-hmm. It does. And um, if feeding off the energy or whatever it does... Uh, it's like I wrote to you. It, it can feed on people, but people's souls are trapped inside this very tough exterior for them to for yeah. it to feed on right yeah. which is our our bodies but ghosts are only souls yeah. so it can feed off those souls very freely if the ghosts are in the bar which is why it wants me to collect more and more, more ghosts so that... but more ghosts means more more people mean more more, more ghosts right yeah. so basically before you is can we can we answer this ad right and um, I'll say that on one of the flyers, there's a, there's like a, a, a contact name. And um, Beatrice Blackmore. Hmm. 
is uh, is who you're after. Okay. Beatrice, B-E-A-T-R-I-Z, Black Moor, M-O-O-R. Okay. So your assumption as characters, but you've kind of like awoken in the actuality in in Saturnine, and given what you've kind of been been told and the way that you were invited back in and you know you set up your shop etc etc your assumption is of course that during this war you you fled right to shadow just like everybody else and uh and that your life in shadow would have been very typical just like everybody else kind of going back and forth to and fro. um Given that, when uh, when you when you have awoken in, in Saturnine and you become, you know, a little bit familiar with the environment and, and the various neighborhoods, um, you you know where typically the, the kind of the theater district is. Okay. And, um, the, the address on this is uh, is actually not part of where. Theaters, a lot of the uh, entertainment venues are located, but it's actually in the in the government section of of the, of the city. Okay. Uh, like the bureaucratic uh, section. So all the government, so all, all all of the government buildings are located there. Uh, the major banks, uh, and there is a massive gated community of like the wealthiest of the wealthy. And just adjacent to that is like this super fancy opera hall, something that you find like in Venice or, mm-hmm. or Vienna, sir. Um, and it's and, and it's there that you have to travel. Okay. Which may seem jarring, I don't know, but I think it's easy enough. Um, wh- what do you two have? Like, what do you? to have a reason for coming with me for like are we assuming you're just tagging tagging along or, or like do you have any any business in the city of your, yourselves that you want to take care of and so we're all just kind of going into like we're going over into the streets and just running errands together like I guess like if I'm going to throw this party we're going to need a lot of tokens that was the thing I think we had, I had to make you a whole bunch more entry passes right uh but you had said that we could turn it off for the night or whatever. We could do that, right? Right. Um, one of the things I thought we could to- toy with is um, I want the the bar to have this ability to be able to change form when need be. So, like, we want to throw this nice party with these different crowd. Well, the bar can't look the way it's looking, and I thought it'd be cool if the bar, if you did this, like elaborate ritual spell the bar could take a new form almost like almost like your uh, animal companion in D&D where you have to cast the spell anew if you want to change it into a bird from yeah, a yeah. cat to a dog or whatever yeah. like but this bar has the same thing it's like a glamour spell for a certain <clears throat> amount of time right yeah I, yes glamour but maybe more than that like 
like the bar actually changes. Yeah, almost like it polymorphs itself yeah. in decor and layout, so that it can like it can function as many different places whenever it needs to change and be something different. Like let's say the history of this bar is that it's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. It's looked like a lot of different places over the years because it's needed to change for its owner or its clientele and now it's just this dingy bar because it's being run by a dingy man, me. Right? But it has the ability to become this fancy place it's almost if like you it want it to be. Muscle memory of its past renovations, right? Yeah. So it's like it snapped back to a previous incarnation. Yeah, yeah almost. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh I was like this one time, okay well then But it has but he ha- but I would th- thought it might be cool if it was something like magical that we had to do. In order, and, and uh, like, I wouldn't want the bar to be able to just do it by itself. No. It sounds like something that we need to earn to be able to pull it off. Like maybe I read an old tome that said that the bar can do that, but I've never actually tried to pull it off yet. Maybe that's where I ask someone who knows more about magic than me about how it works. The scholar, right? It happens to be camped out and in the lost. <laughs> So maybe maybe we, we we can do is we can do the seeing if it's even if we can get people over here, and if we convince people to let us be the the official after party, then we look into changing the bar because we don't want to change the bar and then no one's coming over. You know when uh, you went into the back room, yeah, and you know you had, you had your conversation and you walked out, yeah. So um, maybe maybe during that conversation when the bar. Kind of like, hey, pay attention to these things that you're checking. Uh, maybe it kind of hinted to, to you, this isn't all that I am, or that I have to be. Right. And I, I can be whatever they need me to be. Right. So that you have kind of like that. It could be, it, could, it doesn't necessarily have to have happened while I was in the back room. It could happen no, 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 but while mean, I'm still in the bar and I'm holding the thing. Yeah, there's like a yeah, like a little yeah. like flash of like, you know, I see an image in my head of yeah. what the bar could be. Yeah. And I know that it's possible. Like maybe even a ghost kind of whispers it to you or, or something, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. somehow you get that, that notion. Uh, but yeah. Ultimately, before you actually go and do it, I know it's possible. I'll do. We'll just have to do some research on on how to do it. Yeah, like maybe an idea is that, um, like, before you go and speak with this woman, uh, you kind of get like a little bit of if you don't know what know the history of the bar. Yeah, you you kind of get an idea of what the bar has been actually in the past. Right. So that you can present this. I mean, they seem desperate in the fact that they're associated with this theater, like this mm-hmm. massive hall. It's renowned. Right. And Sadrine is like the city. That's what it wanted, right? Is it wanted a, it wanted that specific hall and it, it couldn't get it? No, no, no. So 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 they have a they have a theater and right. that's where the movies are gonna be presented. Right. But, but they, they wanna need a party spot afterwards. Right. And everything is booked. So uh they're at a loss but you know that given the people who go to these types of things it might be just simpler that i know that the bar has has the ability to do it i just haven't done it yet and i need someone who has more 
yeah. learned magic because I'm like kind of like a freeform magic duck guy. Yeah. I need someone else to be able to help me figure out how to do it, how to be able to pull it off. And so maybe I go to Varun and say, Varun, you seem to know a lot about a lot about magic. Um, I I only know the little tricks that I can pull off, but you seem to know a little bit more about magic theory. Certainly, I definitely um, been schooled in some formal arcana, <clears throat> more runic magic, and things to do with formula. But I could look into this. Yeah, because I know that the bar has the ability to change itself, but um, someone who has control of magic has to be able to do it. It can't do it it's on its own. It is a ritual that, that, that has to be uh, activated. And I'm just not sure what that ritual is. The bar over the time has communicated to me that it has the ability to change itself from a dingy uh, watering hole like it is now to a beautiful vaulted ceiling, um, a dance hall. And it needs it needs something to unlock that ability. Yeah, it needs some kind of magical ritual to uh, to almost command it to. Does that make sense? Perhaps even you know, device like a, an ephemera. Something you know that somebody would have to kind of construct to make it work. You know, or maybe it. I mean, I don't know if this is too on the nose. Maybe it just needs the right key. <laughs> right? There's a lot of key imagery and yeah. locks and... I don't know. So, um, some of the keys that are legitimately, they look like regular keys, mm -hmm. um, are keys that unlock secrets, unlock spells, or are used to um, circumvent some challenge. Like, they're there's some massive hurdle mm -hmm. and you're like hey here's this key and you yeah, know it's like a trump card and your group happens to have some keys which um, which yeah could, because of the last key hole. uh because of um some something in their past that has uh, enabled them to procure a key uh, whether whether or not it was kind of in their stash before and they kind of come across it or whatever, but I mean, metagaming, they received it because of the development of the um, yeah. I mean, like ultimately, you want to sell this idea of this bar. You want to you want to glamorize it, right? So you think that I we should try to pull off the change first? Not necessarily. Or, to be able to convince the people that this is a worthy bar. Or at the very least, uh, if you're one, if there's any documentation at all available, right? That, hey, like, you know, this is what it, this is what what we've done in the past. But we're going down to the government area it's of the, the city. Yeah, it's called the Mark Marquee. So if we're going down to the Marquee, anyways, I'm sure they. Um, yeah, Somewhere like in the marquee are uh, historical records. Oh, all the museums and the archives and everything. Yeah. So that would be a quick stop just to investigate maybe and, and find out what 
what we can find I out about the there are like probably lots of lost knowledge in the ruined districts, right? From right. from before the war. Right. I mean, we've all relatively been back to Saturine recently, right? It's, yeah. It hasn't been long. Within a year? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe there's a bunch of parts of the city we haven't really even discovered oh, for sure. yet. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I get the feeling that even... A lot even, of it is in ruins. Most of the city is in ruins. Most of it is in for sure. Right, because of the war, right? I also think that uh, although although he, he doesn't detail it like this and any of the source material that they've released hasn't been like this, uh, like concretely. But um, now, of course, I'm not going to be able to actually tell you the name of the film, although Hotty Jen Connolly is in it, so that really is all that I'm sure um, Labyrinth? No, Dark Something. Dark City. Oh my god, Dark City is amazing. Yeah, Dark City. So Amazing movie. You have areas of the city that morph. Yeah, it changes. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good... Uh, it's very analogous to this. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's a perfect... Uh, uh, like, that's... It's just a little more Lovecraftian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dark City's awesome. That's a great, great idea. So, I mean, it could be that... Uh, you've already stated that... Unless you have a device and you're walking by, right. you're not going to see it. We've made it that way, though. Right, right. But in the past, it has been that way. Right? So if there are either photographs or drawings or whatever of you know, the buildings, the architecture, city plans, whatever, it's like, hey, this is, this is the spot. And then if there has been like any type of photographic history taken, which would be right. in the archives. And, and and photography exists, right? Like that mm-hmm. that technology exists. Um, there would be on, on the exterior, ideally the bar looking pretty fancy. So the bar is changing, could be magical, or it could be technological, Which or maybe a fusion of both. Yeah, right? No, there is no technology. Right, yeah. but no, no. But I know what you mean. Yeah. But but it. But it views. Yeah. Yeah. Device driven by right, because he's he's artificing, right? Like he's he's imbuing things with magic, and um, so that's what I meant when I made. No, I, 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 so there's so it could be academic, or it could be uh, practical, or whatever. Well, it could be functional. Hey, we need to do this. I might need both of them that's right. to pull this off. The bar is kind of like, look, I used to be something, and we need this. I want this, and they're desperate. Go, go figure this out and you're like I don't know I've only been here for like a year <laughs> kind of thing yeah. you know like you don't remember everything at all it's not as if you you wake up in the actuality so all. okay so let's say we're holding the pamphlet we're holding this poster yeah. and Where I start thinking poster? like maybe we should throw the bar a party and invite these uppity ups here and maybe we can make a ton of cash off them and also give the bar what it needs um Hold on, let me see if this is what it, what it wants. I'll walk back into the room, back room, close the door, and the door locks behind me. And then that red glow thrums in the uh, in the room, and then the bar can tell me all those things, right? It can so tell. That is the that is the like the title of the theater, remember? <clears throat> like maybe while I'm in there, the bar communicates to me that um, that it loves this idea of throwing an after party 
um, and that it can change itself to suit the partygoers' needs, but I'll need the help of both my new friends to pull it off. So maybe that's it's just, we just leave it open like that. Yeah. Right? Is your is your idea that like is the bar a bar? Like it's a sentient building? Or yes. Is it a building that's been like possessed by a sentience? Um, or is it, you know you know what I mean? Like I, I mean it, ultimately the original idea was that um, something bad happened to the bar and then um, it started feeding on ghosts and, and it became its own sentience but I mean I like a much wider bigger um, mystery to it where we're not really sure what it is how it started but we know that it is a sentient being and it can do these weird cool things and it's been doing it for thousands of years right yep. it's been many different kinds of buildings before and just right now it's just a dilapidated bar that i'm running but we could turn it into something pretty special if we wanted to yeah sure, sure, sure. i like that i think that's really cool okay so i mean <laughs> you know varoon's gonna work it into the magic somehow that it creates a second bedroom because <laughs> it's only got the one bedroom apartment upstairs. You what? Maybe you do. Yeah. You're like. Oh, uh, yeah, here, hold on. Just let me step this. There we go. Uh, this this room guy. Like, he's Second room. Yeah. Space. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe there was two bedrooms at one point. Yeah. yeah. And then it just. You just get to leave that section as two bedrooms. Right, because maybe it, it changed itself. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the suit. Like. Just a walk-in closet that's basically it's gonna be a whole other apartment. Maybe it needs maybe what it needs is it needs more energy. Maybe it can already make small adjustments, but to change the whole building, it needs a whack full of energy. It could just like a lightning them. bolt? Or like one point twenty one gigawatts? Oh one point twenty one gigawatts? Yeah, pretty good. yeah, it needs a flux capacitor. It needs to Mr. Fusion, and then the bar needs to be going 88 miles per hour. <laughs> um, or, or, or maybe maybe it just needs a whack load of ghosts all at once. But maybe it's like the kind of thing where if it does that, then it like permanently gets rid of the ghosts, and it doesn't like that doing that. It likes to feed and then wait till the ghost recharges and it comes back and feed on the ghost again, because it's a it's a food supply. It doesn't want to kill its food supply, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like that. I, I, the coming up with this part and like making it your own thing is kind of weird. I know. Do you know what I mean? The fact that I'm deciding, like, I feel like this should be a secret for me almost, and like, <laughs> and you know yeah. what I mean. And we're discovering this as we and, play. And and, and and it can be right. You you throw out nuggets where it's like, wouldn't it be cool if? And so you've laid some groundwork and then it's like but I don't know right but I want to find out and then that's my that's that's my rule so okay let's put it at this where we are we know we have to do some research to figure out how to do it it's that simple right now For sure. what it needs can be kind of yeah. up in the air right now yeah. but right and, we and, still and have to do yeah research. it can be like out of the action mode whatever right, right. the development mode um, 
but at the very least before you do any of this stuff you gotta you gotta speak with this woman right to see if there's a party to have anyways yeah like is she gonna agree right um but uh but but ultimately you have to be able to present something to her like uh maybe you've maybe you've like heard of her before right I mean, I could do I could do a roll to see if I have heard her before. Yeah, why not? I don't have anything that's like that. Nothing. I have searching. Yeah. That's not really. That's actually looking through stuff, right? Yeah. Not. So I'll just can I, I can roll it on whatever, right? Yeah. Do you have any uh, knowledge? E trade things. What, what are your skills? <laughs> uh, for knowledge wise, be formal arc formal arc formal arcana. We're looking more for like uh, knowledge local or no yeah. like uh, of the city kind of yeah. like yeah knowledge history knowledge mm-hmm. nature ish type of searching <laughs> yeah so well, I, I just I literally yeah. just said does searching apply <laughs> I'm searching for her okay so you do oh. well uh, you know you do a little bit of a gather information okay so I don't have a skill in that but I can roll it anyways well, right you've got search right search information so because I have one in that that means your venture my venture. So that um, that one um, plus anything that you would want to put in there, but it's not a difficult it's, it's not not a difficult task. She's okay. a public figure at like the most prestigious theater. So would you tell us the difficulty? Because we have to know how much venture we want to put into something, right? Like, or it's a mystery, and we just hope that we did enough. Yeah. I, right. I, it's one or the other, but I I, I I don't mind giving you the numbers at all. I felt I feel like yeah, in the in reading we were we were we were told the difficulty and then we decided how we want to tackle it. How much? Too much. But I'll say it's I don't two. know. So you know, it's not it's not as easy as like whipping out a phone. So book. does that one in searching bring it down to a one? Yeah. Okay. So I just gotta not roll a zero or a one. It'll roll two or higher. And I rolled a nine. Ow. All right. So you smoke it. So yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, Beatrice Blackmore. I know who she is. Yeah, a little, uh... She bumped into me the other day and spilled all my noodles. That's where I got this thing right here. (laughs) That's where this thing goes. You'll have to impress her. Okay. Uh, So going empty-handed wouldn't be a great idea. Right. Uh, At the same time, she also sounds desperate. Right? Right. Like, Or the organization sounds desperate. You also don't know if they've actually procured something. Do I have anyone who's come to the bar that has enjoyed the services that I provide whom could write me a letter that might impress her? Someone of standing in the city. Because I don't just... That's right. Yeah, yeah. There there are humans who have fetishes that come to my bar, come to my establishment, to be able to satiate those... Those fetishes, right? How about she? Was was one? Yeah, once upon a time. And it, it, that it doesn't need to be that she did anything with you. Maybe she just watched. It it could be that maybe she lost someone. Sure. Maybe hers was more of an innocent thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe she came. Or she came to the medium for an actual medium reason, not. This side stuff that we do with, or or, or maybe, or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe uh, how about a ghost actually 
once upon a time contacted you saying, "Hey, I want to reach out to, to this Beatrice." Person. Yep, and so so you're you're aware of like her, her background. You know, she's all right. Almost, I like that. Uh, and it might have been it might have been something as simple as a ten minute session that we had where we sat at a table together and we held hands across the table you might not and the ghost came into me and they had 15 minutes to talk and I don't even really remember what they talked about oh yeah yeah Could you know be. what I mean yeah so I don't know what her business was with the ghost but the ghost hired me to find her so that the ghost could talk to her okay. and I just remember oh I remember that name yeah I don't really know what who she was or what she did or what her business with the ghost was did you always do this stuff at the bar yes always 100% of the time yes never did it outside no because I want the ghosts at the bar so the bar can feed on the ghosts right right the whole reason for doing it at the bar for making the clientele come to the bar is because I'm trying to attract the ghosts there so so she's been to the bar but that might be a good thing or a bad thing might be a bad thing right which is okay because uh, if it turns out that this is like a despair moment right you fuck yourself by promoting this idea yeah um, okay let's let's just play out the scene and we'll see how, how it rolls yeah. right because so, uh, we we're, we're talking about talking to her without even being there talking to her yet. Do you know what I mean? Right, but I mean, this builds the background. Yeah, Have yeah. you ever encountered her before? If not, I I like the idea that she came and used my services. Okay. All right. But I, in a very innocent manner, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not holding any dirt no. on her. Yeah, no, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? But if she came to the bar and it was not fancy pants, like nope, you're right. 1920s raging, amazing, like pristine bar. Right. Does that go it. towards despair or something? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like it—that's the negative, right? Okay, yeah. Because now you're dealing with this uphill battle. That's okay. I think that makes but it. You need joy and despair to be a crux. So it's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. Two advance, yeah. Right. To advance. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being a little more difficult. It makes sense, right? Well, it makes sense that you know what? She's not going to go for this. She's already been in this place. And she, you know, and, and there's a good chance that the people that like she she deals with on a daily basis, like either they they wouldn't help her, couldn't help her. Where she was maybe like didn't want to go to them, like didn't yeah. want, so she went outside of her regular circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she, in any way, shape, or form, remembers you or remembers the bar, you know she might have like. So you'll have to really sell it, right? So that'll bring up the difficulty of any checks that I'll have to do for persuading and. But you also now have reduced uh, some difficulty in terms of you already have a little bit of a, a, a rapport with her. Right. Like, right. You're not going right. in like completely ignorant. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, okay. So you. Um, Do we yeah. make our way to the bar key? Yeah. You have a spot. You. You, you, you know. You know. Who you have to speak um, What? Did I did I say a date? Last session. Did I say it was like within a week or? The, the, when the party was? Yeah. The party was within a week. Yeah, it was within yeah. a week. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we didn't have... It was like Monday, and it was that Saturday night yeah, or something yeah, like that. Like it was... Big, we didn't yeah. have very long. Yeah. So, um, so I guess one one thing could be that you you put out feelers. I don't know how you could do that. So, I mean, before you go and travel down there, find out if they have secured. Like, call them on the phone. Do they have a swap? Right? Like, key. If they have key. what? The key. Um... Yeah, they have phones, so you can actually call somebody and say, "Hey, do you have a spot?" Like, you could you could pretend that you're a a person attending, and you, you're like, 
you know, what, what are the plans afterwards? Do I have to make reservations, et cetera, et cetera? I kind of, you know, yeah. like fake it out a little bit. And then you know they haven't secured anything. Right. Otherwise, you're... <clears throat> I think we just go down there. Okay. Yeah, I think we go straight down there and... I'll go talk to her and... One thing, one thing all of you have um, been repeatedly told since kind of like waking up is that you know the city is ridiculously strange surreal and whatever else they, they say um but you've never experienced it to, to each of you it really does feel like it's a, like a normal city. like a 1920s I'll, I'll say it's um like 1920s paris versus like a 1920s new york mm -hmm. so there's a little bit of that that uh Moulin Rouge kind of yeah that artistic uh... yeah you know like as, particularly in the quadrants that you're you're familiar with mm -hmm. so it it isn't very like an American or like or a Canadian like a very Toronto or or New York, New York feel yeah has has more of a, a, a creative flair um, but that's about as alien as it gets pretty well so in terms of transportation it's kind of like a trolley car you can that's cool like a trolley you can that's really cool I'm totally down for a trolley yeah. I, li I like the trolley uh, okay so you can uh, get, on, get on trolley so your um, your residence residences are more, more than likely in Farshay okay so it's a quadrant where it seems like the city uh, uh invites kind of the, the the newly awakened and um even if for those that have a very clear memory of where they had lived etc uh for whatever reason their their house or their apartment or their flat or whatever happens to be important hmm. so you know they, they kind of emerge from from you know this the shadow the darkness or whatever they wake up and the place looks the same they, they they have a good feel for it. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my this is my house, but it's always in park, hmm. no matter what. Weird. Um. So you have to travel from Fartown. So we take the trolley to the Marquee District. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's unreal. It's uh, probably probably an hour time travel. Um. Transportation is a little bit more efficient than uh, OC transport. <laughs> you uh, you see some interesting folks with uh, peculiar gadgets or paraphernalia. Octopus umbrellas. No. No octopus umbrellas. No. Huh. Everything surprising. Is, everything mm. is very normal. Normal looking. And um, and you don't find that surprising because since you've emerged, everything has looked like that. Mm -hmm. But if you've come from 1980 or 2015, 2019, things are going to look a little weird or whatever. But but what you would have kind of envisioned the 1920s mm -hmm. Paris. Oh, excuse me. Cool. Um, yeah. You get on this trolley. You travel. Um, pay the fee. And uh, you get off at the station, and uh, I have a map of the area. 
So I, I'm assuming you'll go kind of like during regular work hours. Yeah, it's I mean normal yeah, daytime, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early I mean, before you're, the bars you're, open. I mean, you're you're planning, right? So yeah, because I mean, it was literally morning. I was cleaning and sweeping up whenever everyone came over to the. the, the so it's probably like early afternoon now. <clears throat> <coughs> so she is um, she's the director of, of this massive hall yeah cloth map is cool yeah. cloth maps are awesome hang it on the so what uh, you might want to I'll, I'll just put it here for, for a second so that you okay. guys can see yeah, I'm just gonna take over. So here's the Marquee District. Uh, where's Far Town is like far. Where is Far Town? Like lower town. Fade. You don't want to be there. Jeepers! Is it all the? It's so far. It's not even all the way around. <laughs> That's that, funny, eh? That is funny. Wow. That can't be. All right. Well. At the very least, you're going here. Right. This is the section. If you guys can find Far Town. I didn't get that. <laughs> no? Well, you know what? Neither do we. It's, we we're, we're lost. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> for nothing. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Siri. Right, high five, Siri. Huh, that's weird, eh? Yeah. Far Town is like a massive, massive location. It's, it's like the biggest district. Hmm. All right, well, you're heading into the Marquis Quadrant. You get off the closest stop to the theater. And there is a, a doorman. And he, uh, he looks brutish, like, um, like a Warner Brothers cartoon. You know? Like, it's almost gorilla-like. Yeah. Big, bulky, kind of... Big jaw. Big, big yeah, top yeah, half yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. a... Exactly. Poor boy's cap or the little... What's yeah. the one that's, like... It's got a brim, but it's, like, kind of puffy all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, a bowler? It's like a bowler. It's, like, um... It's very soft in the top. It's got like a little brim out front. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones I'm uh, talking about. I don't know what they're called. They, they're not called poor boy hats, but they're usually the off kiltered a bit yeah yeah and um yeah but he's decked out like tuxedo style um and he's at the door to the um the building we want to go to yeah to the theater to the theater yeah so that looks like funny like they're (laughs) funny that guy looks like a cartoon character so I'll uh so they're the main they're the main like the main doors um trying to think of you know what like the main the old main doors to the uh museum of um of nature okay big giant wooden doors yeah. kind of thing this guy is off to the side almost looks like uh just a regular entrance to a condo in new york right it's smaller door but you know it's got a uh oh he's blocking like a special entrance or something he's he's blocking like the office entrance, which is where the worker bees go in okay there's nothing going on in the theater. Those doors are locked. Right. So I'll walk. I'll walk over to him. 
I'll approach him. Before I go over there, once we get off the uh, the trolley, though, I want to cast Guile's Tongue. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a level three spell. So what does that mean? It casts. It costs three to use. Yeah. But you can. Uh, three uh, what the, sorcery. What is the What is the uh, What is the spell do? It uh, when uh, I when I tell lies while this spell is in effect, I gain an enhancement uh, additional oh, one additional die, mm-hmm. and the depletion is zero. So each lie it says check each lie. I'm not really sure what that means with depletion of your uh, of the resources that you apply into it. All right, well here we go. This is like the first. This is the first spell cast. Ah, glistening jewel of indigo. Ah, city of notion. Oh, city of secrets, visions, and mysteries. What have you become? Unknown poet. Speaking of Saturine. This Invisible Sun actual play podcast is brought to you by Heroes of. Recording and editing by Sean Q. Voice work and theme song by Jack Forrest. Additional music by Plate Mail Games and Tabletop Audio. Produced by Mike, Jay, Jack, Phil, and Sean, the heroes of Hakathra.